Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Chiefs are making moves, and we are recapping a mock draft right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to the show, everybody. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here on FFT in 5. PPR mock draft. We're going to talk about it after we discuss Ronald Jones and MVS to the Chiefs. What do you think, Dave? We got to talk about these guys for another offseason. Yes, they have upside because they're in Kansas City. Yes, they're talented. In the case of both of them, they are very fast. MVS has never had even 700 yards receiving in a season, never had more than six touchdowns in a season. And you can't say, well, he hasn't played with anybody. He played with Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty good. Mahomes is good, too. I don't know if he's going to be used anywhere close to the uh, not even half of what Tyreek Hill did. So to me, he's a double-digit round type of dart throw. And the same thing goes for Rojo. I know that being the running back in Kansas City, once upon a time, it meant something great. I think the Chiefs are learning from other teams around the league that it's better to go with a multiplayer approach. And we hate that for fantasy, right? We don't want to have a bunch of different running backs taking turns with the football. We want one guy. Well, the Chiefs don't have one guy right now. CEH has had his opportunity. Rojo's there to compete with him. I bet when the season starts, those two will split rushing downs and someone else to be determined will be taking passing downs. Mm. Three-headed monster in Kansas City, four if you count Patrick Mahomes. That's not a good thing. Now, Clyde Edwards-Zeller went in the second with the second pick of round six. So that is 62nd overall just before Chase Man. Edmonds. Think about where he had been going previously. That almost seems like a like a bargain. I feel like I don't know where he was going. Pre- I feel like this is not far off from where he was going previously. But this was before. No, I'm talking about like 2021 oh, oh, oh. and 2020. But this was before the that Ronald Jones. Previously. This is before the Ronald Jones signing. Right. This is where I would expect him. I, I think this is toward the bottom of where he'd go, even with Ronald Jones. I still think people will see CEH. They'll recognize that he's in his third year. And they'll hope for the best, and they'll take him with a pick before 60th overall. That okay. didn't happen in our draft. All right, yeah, 62nd overall. Now, uh, other things from this draft. I had a pick in the middle of the draft. I had sixth pick. And I found that in round three, my, th- my third pick was Amari Cooper. And the three picks before that were Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Aaron Jones. And Dave, I can tell you when those three, really the last two, Godwin and, and Jones, came off the board, I was so mad because mm-hmm. it felt like at 30th overall, just that third pick for me, the studs were gone. And now I made a mistake. I should have taken Cam Akers there. I don't know why I didn't see him. I, I, I just, I don't know why I didn't take him, but I should have taken Akers there. But but then, but even that's got a little risky. Uh, but man, uh, that, to me, the drop off from Godwin and, and Evans and Aaron Jones to Amari Cooper, James Conner, Montgomery, Higgins, McLaurin, Akers, Hopkins, it's drastic to me. I think I would have gone with Montgomery. I think I would yeah. have taken the chance on a running back. I know he's not perfect, but he should be the feature back and the lead back for a team. And he catches the ball in the backfield and he gets short yardage work. Finding somebody like that in round three, I would have been pretty happy with. Yeah, but I still think he's way off from Aaron Jones, in my opinion. 
I don't know how. Do I think they're pretty that? close because so? I'm expecting Jones to lose in the neighborhood of a dozen touches a week to AJ Dillon. I went back though and I looked at when when Devonte Adams was out two years ago. Aaron oh, Jones, sure. the catches, this is true. man, that was. But uh, uh, you're still going to see Aaron AJ Dillon rather isn't about to dissipate into the ether. No. You're going to see him have a significant role, and Jones is going to have a significant role too. Man, yeah, who's Rogers throwing to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All Lizard right. Zard and Tunyon and ugh, You know, we have a lot Kyle. a lot to talk about with this draft, but Kyle Pitts, George Kittle, and Darren Waller all went within six picks in round four. So you had the first two guys going round two, and then you had the next three go in round four. So Pitts has fallen a little bit since the Matt Ryan news. Pitts, then Kittle, then a few picks in between, and then Waller. How about the first quarterback was taken? By Jamie in round, we'll tell you on the main show. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Good tease. All right, that's Dave Richard. I'm Adam Azer on Fantasy Football Today in 5. If you're watching live, hop on over to our other stream. Jamie's going to join us, and we're going to break down this draft in a much more in-depth style. All right, thanks a lot. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on FFT in 5. <laughs> <laughs>